All right. Well, the kids are already up here, and I have a feeling they are going to know this story I'm telling, but it sounds like some of you also will know it as well. And so I invite you, no matter if you know this story or not, to at the very least prepare yourself to receive a great story. You know, stories and the telling of stories are an ancient, ancient pastime. And they weren't just told for entertainment, although great stories are indeed entertaining, but to help us make sense of the world and to help us make sense of ourselves in it. So Moana, for those of you who have never heard of it, is a big Disney hit that came out in movie theaters in 2016. And I didn't just choose this story because our young ones are here today. This is a story, as is all the great myths, for all ages. It is indeed for all of us. So here we go. And I'll tell it in two parts just to keep you in some good old-fashioned suspense. In the beginning, there was only ocean until the mother island emerged, and her name was Tefiti. Her heart held the greatest power ever known. It could create life itself. And Tefiti shared it with the world. Life and creation blossomed, and the people lived in harmony with nature. But in time, some began to seek Tefiti's heart. They believed that they could possess it, and the great power of creation would be theirs. And one day, the most daring of them all voyaged across the vast ocean, and he took it. He was a demigod of the wind and sea. He was a warrior, a shapeshifter, a trickster. And he could change form with the power of his magical fish hook. And his name was Maui. And without her heart, Tefiti began to crumble, and it gave birth to a terrible darkness. Maui, realizing what he had set in motion, tried to escape, but was confronted by another who also sought the heart. Teka, a demon of earth and fire. Now Maui was struck from the sky, never to be seen again, and his magical fish hook and the heart of Tefiti were lost to sea. And even now, 1,000 years later, Taka and the demons of the deep still hunt for the heart, 
hiding in the darkness that continues to spread and spread, chasing away the people's fish and draining life from the islands. But one day, the heart will be found by someone who will journey beyond the reef, find Maui, deliver him across the ocean to restore Tafiti's heart and save us all. And that is where we will stop for now. The choir is going to sing Love Break Our Hearts for Us, and Lisa will let us know when we can join in. So stay seated for now. So let's find out what happened to Tafiti's stolen, lost heart. A young island girl named Moana finds it. A small stone with a spiral carved into it. She journeys beyond the reef. She finds Maui and delivers him across the ocean to try to restore Tafiti's heart. But of course, she is met by the frightening, massive teka. Skin like coal and burning with fire, teka is faceless and spans several skyscrapers high, massive, hurling fire at Moana and Maui 
furious, and merciless. Now Maui tries attacking the demon, cutting one of its fiery hands off with a fish hook, only to make Taka matter. Ultimately, Maui gives up and leaves, and Moana is left alone, hopeless and defeated. You see, there is no warring strength that could possibly fight off Tikka. This is not a time for warriors, you see. Our heroine Moana returns to Tikka once again trying to get past the burning demon to look for Tefiti, who is asleep on the island beyond. She succeeds, but when she gets to the island, Tefiti is not there. And it's in this moment that she turns around to see this evil, burning Taka bearing down on her. And as time slows down, Moana, our heroine, awakens to something. So she pulls out Tefiti's heart and looks at Taka now lunging across the ocean ablaze and sees her, really sees her for who she is. And she sings this to her. I have crossed the horizon to find you. I know your name. They have stolen the heart from inside you. But this does not define you. This is not who you are. You know who you are. The Taka and Moana are now face to face. And Moana lovingly puts her forehead on this massive face of Taka's and places the small spiral stone to Fidi's heart in the chest of Tikka. And the fiery coal breaks away to reveal a beautiful and smiling Tefiti. So you see, Tefiti's lost heart has been returned to her, and without it, she is Tikka. So, when I first saw this film, I thought of one of my favorite passages from the Hebrew Bible in Isaiah. God says to Isaiah, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh a divine heart transplant. (laughs) 
And isn't this what we pray for? Spirit of life and love, help me to love widely and deeply, withholding nothing. Let my love be for all, not just crumbs for a few who think and look and act like me. This is my prayer, anyway. And I find I have to say it often these days. And for the takas of the world, because we know there are takas in this world whose hearts have been stolen from them by someone along the way, my friends, who are angry, merciless, evil, evil. Might we pray the same way for them? Spirit of life and love, take these stony hearts and return them to warm, loving, beating ones. Restore them so that they might know peace. And help me to see those who are heartless, really see them, to know who they really are, like Moana does Teka. I know. I know this is really complicated. And I'm now going to pause, and I'm going to ask our young ones to take We've got about 10 baskets, so we need 10 young folk. Young at heart is good, too. Come right on over. Claire and Abby are going to help disperse these. And you're about to all get a stone. Go ahead. Just move them on around. One for everyone. Thank you. As you hold your stone and anxiously await for your stone, consider that they have been lovingly collected by my family on the beach of Rye that we call Pebble Beach. You'll see on them a spiral, very similar to our labyrinth. So these are now your Tafiti hearts. And as Claire already mentioned, the spiral, the spiral represents the path to the center of our own hearts. 
To arrive at the center of the labyrinth is indeed to arrive at the center of the depths of ourselves, the root of the root of ourselves, the I know who I am, I know who you are selves. And we all have it. And indeed, this path is winding, and it is mysterious, and it is difficult. It is complicated. Sometimes it feels like we are getting nowhere. And it can even feel really frightening. Because not knowing the matter of the heart and of each other's hearts is frightening. It it takes faith, and faith is frightening. Heart transplants are, after all, not pain-free. So, but I want you to take these hearts home with you and let them serve as a gentle reminder to us all to not lose our hearts for too long, to not let them go stony for too long. Let your stone remind you that there is not a human on the face of this earth who was not born with a loving, beating heart in their chest. And that while we need not, we need not excuse evil, no. We will also not let it turn us into tikkas ourself, right? Just as we are all born with the capacity to love, so are we born. Yes, we are. Yes, I am with the capacity to burn, burn, burn with hatred. So I invite you to let these stones, these lost and found hearts remind you that this burning does not define you. That this is not who you are. And that you know who you are. And that divine heart transplants are possible. Yeah, that they are possible. And so I say, Amen. 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 My dear Lucian, won't you now introduce our hymn? Please rise in body or in spirit, in strength, in sin, in love.